ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. The Association of Common Sense Masculinity is proud to present the exciting, the thought-provoking Can-Am Soup, an entertaining, genuine, and often meandering conversation between two friends. And now, the stars of our show, Jeremy Gertz and Todd Fuss. Hey, Todd. How are you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, Jeremy. How about yourself? Oh, good, good. Doing good. We're getting busy with the old Christmas rush. Um, and I, I guess was about I, to say I can uh, tell from your screen name this week that you were getting busier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, and I mean, I don't even know if I'm gonna have time to make YouTube videos. Like, it's it sucks because right now is when on YouTube you can make the most money. Like right now is when anything retail or advertising related is a is this is a good time of year, right? And they sell more ads on videos. Ads are worth more this time of year. So, like, I noticed at Christmas time last year, I didn't do any videos. But even as such, all my income on YouTube went up quite a bit. And so, it really, if if you're smart about it, the right way to do it is double down on making content. Be like, okay, let's make sure we get a, at least a video every week because you're going to make more money on YouTube now than you will any other time. But I don't really have that option <laughs> with the... Uh, the busyness of Etsy and stuff like that, and Etsy still makes more money than YouTube. YouTube's not a money-making machine hardly at all, but but it's getting busy, man. We've we've backed the vehicle out, and it's fully the garage is fully a wood shop now. Kind of makes me sad because I like parking my car inside, especially you get up in the morning and there's frost on the windshield, and it's like, no, I'm just gonna drive out because my car's been in the warm heated garage all night long. But yeah, how have things been going for you? Uh, it's been a pretty quiet week. Right on. Uh, <clears throat> that went go see one of her friends last weekend. Uh, <clears throat> so had a pretty quiet Saturday. And, you know, uh, Sunday was kind of uh, frustrating, to say the least. But How so? Um, trying to... Have you ever tried to explain a simple technology or answer a simple technology question for someone that's north of 70 years old? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't I can, ever. I, I can imagine that would be the funnest thing in the world. Well, QR codes. Pretty oh, yeah. easy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. You would think. That's funny. Well, you know, how do I get this QR code off my phone? You don't. Yeah. You know, you scan things with your phone. It goes directly to whatever you need. Or you save the QR code to your phone for someone else to scan, like TSA, for boarding, whatever, right? Yeah. Oh, you can't explain this to an old person to save your life. No. Is this for? I think the better part of uh, the better version of the Squid Games would be instead of, you know, childhood games. Oh no, make it where you have to explain technology to an old person. Everybody yeah. would die. <laughs> no kidding, that's funny. Now is that um, QR code for like uh, your Vax passport or whatever? 
vaccine records? Oh no, we uh, it was they're going to go on a European cruise again. Oh, okay. And the cruise line wants them to save their boarding passes. And he kept saying instead of QR code, he was saying QRC code. Oh god, just stop it with that. But okay, I'll ignore that, but um <laughs> he first he wouldn't explain what he was trying to do. Just that he needed QR codes on his phone. Yeah. Then he was saying, well, I scanned it into my phone. Now how do I scan it with my phone? Yeah, yeah. You can't. That, that doesn't what? work like that. And then I kept having to tell him, forget the definition of the word scan that you know. It has nothing to do with documents and taking an electronic image of something. Yeah. Your phone is scanning, i.e., you know, like, Star Trek scan something with a tricorder. That's where they got that stupid word. Uh, yeah. Anyway. That's funny. <sighs> Just. Ah. Yeah. And then uh, what it boiled, what it ended up with is <clears throat> he doesn't know or understand how to do what he wants to do. Because then he was like, well, I need to be using my phone while I'm standing in line. I can't just give it to them. You don't. Yeah. You save your boarding pass to your phone. Yeah. You bring, you open it where the code is visible on your phone and they scan it with their wand or whatever. Yeah. Well, I need my phone. Yeah. Print it. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Print it, take it with you. That's funny. Huh. Yeah, no, that's fun. That's that's uh my neighbors come over sometimes and they've all got not Apple phones. I don't know what they, they are. I don't know if they're Chrome, like Google phones or Android phones, but they'll come over and like how how do I how do I text a picture? And so I will try. Like I will look in in whatever, you know, they'll give their this text conversation will be up on the screen and I'll, you know, do like a reply. I can't figure out how to put a picture into there, like, and them, and they bring them over to me. And these guys are probably like seventy, you know, they're not that old. And and I'm, I was sat there for ten minutes. I'm like, I have no clue. So I can't figure out. I said, if you had an iPhone, I could show you. It's easy. <laughs> like it's, but man, they bring me these weird devices, these Google things, or oh, I'm like, dude, I yeah. can't help you. I'm sorry. This is so clunky, and it's don't get it. This yeah. is why I don't use these. <laughs> Yeah, he had one of the older, uh, like, Chrome droid phones or whatever. <clears throat> but it was the cheapy version. You go yeah. in, it's 30 bucks, whatever. Yeah. It can't do a lot of that stuff because, you know, it's cheap. So yeah. they can't build a lot of that into it. There was something he was wanting to do because we did it all the time. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. I gave up Android a long time ago because I hate that you buy it. And you can't remove stuff. Yeah. I can't delete or even move some of their apps, right? Yeah. You know. And then I found out from one of my uh, buddies at one of the alphabet agencies that you can't turn off internal forms of tracking on an Android phone. So, uh, you know, yeah. I gave the, that's when I gave Android the finger and went Apple for all my mobile devices. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're like, oh, I can't, 
they'll come over and just hand me the phone. How do I do this? And what they're saying, it's like, oh, how do I, whatever, pick a something. But that's not really the way somebody who knows what they're doing would describe it. Mm -hmm. So you don't have a clue what they're talking about. You know, and they show me. Well, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Show <laughs> me what you're trying to do. Yeah. Because you're not explaining it in the way that, you know, makes sense to somebody yeah. who knows what they're doing. Yeah. That's funny. It's like yeah. he was trying to get stuff out of his cruise lines emails keep going straight to spam and he can't stop them from going into spam mm -hmm. with uh mobile Gmail, right? Yeah. On his Android. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, no kidding. You know, if it was a desktop with uh Windows or Chrome based stuff, I it has an option in there, not spam. Yeah. You can't do it. And on Apple, you know, the last ditch effort, you put them in your uh, contact list and they won't go to spam anymore. Yeah. But there's no such option. And I know like I've, Android versions of mail. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't get why people use those devices, man. Like I've seen them. I've like, I'll go into, you know, sometimes I'll have them up at uh, Best Buy. They'll have samples that you can put your hands on and fiddle with. And when they come up with a new one, I hear people getting hyped up about it. If, if we happen to be in there, like I might go to Best Buy maybe once a year or twice a year, but often they'll be like, ah, sure, I'll just let me see this. And I'll start playing with it. And I'm like, what is this thing? Like there's, it is not intuitive in any way, shape or form. I'm like, this is clunk, like just clunky, clunky, clunky. Uh, it's, it's like trying to ice skate with downhill skis on your feet. Sorry. Yeah, you might be able to move across the ice eventually, but you're sure not going to be very swift or smooth about it. I don't get those things. I have tried to figure this out because, you know, I, I got people in my uh, my personal circle that have both, right? Apple and Android or yeah. Apple and Windows. But when it comes to mobile devices, Apple and Android, right? I've discovered there's a definite pattern to it. Mm -hmm. If you believe that, oh, Apple's for them liberal hippies i can't have an apple uh, yeah, yeah they track you and they do all this blah, blah. but you're gonna buy something that's created by the king tracker google yeah, yeah. i don't understand your and, yeah. um i don't you're stupid stop it yeah you everything's know. tracked all the time like if you think you're not yeah. being tracked on a device you're out of your mind well um and they were getting so frustrated about, or mom and dad were getting frustrated that every time they uh, go to a store or and buy something or Google something, they'd get start getting emails about that product mm. or spam about that product. I'm like, hmm, I don't have that problem with my iPhone. Yeah. And it's my answer to everything now. And mm -hmm. they're like, well, why does this happen? Well, it doesn't happen with my iPhone. Yeah. Well, I'm not getting one. Then. Well, then, you know, Enjoy. deal with it. <laughs> yeah. When I don't get it too, especially so if I was an older person and technologically you know, and challenged. I love you, but 
I have no more patience for this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I guess there must be a strong feeling of not wanting to because as far as usability, they're way better products. They're and way easier to use. If I can far. figure out Apple mobile devices, anybody can. Because I was so anti-Apple, it's not even funny. Yeah. Um, but I was anti-Apple, like, because all I knew was their, like, desktop stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, when they looked like old CRT tube TVs. Yeah, those um, things are cool. And they just sucked. Yeah. Because anything you wanted to do, you couldn't do. Yeah. Um, just like there's a couple of things. I, I only have this desktop right now for, just for a couple of things. Because Apple still doesn't let me do it as easily as I can on Windows. But everything else is Apple. You know? mm, yeah. You know, for business stuff, I prefer uh, PC. But for anything creative, I prefer Apple. Like exactly. even simple things like the spreadsheets on Apple. It's uh, what what are they called? Numbers. It is so infuriating. Yeah, and it's you know there's like I was really good. I wouldn't say really good. Some guy. I mean, I've seen Excel spreadsheets. You know that are like you know several hundred. They're a, they try to essentially build a database into uh, Excel, which I know isn't necessarily the right the right use for it. But like I was good at making spreadsheets. You know, I could have an entire project. You know, different pages, all the links oh, to yeah. different pages. So it's like okay. Broad level, you want to see what's involved with this one conveyor line. You know, it'll be TC2, right? Ticket counter number two. Click that. It'll take you to the next page. It's like, okay, there's nine sections. Oh, this section, what are the parts on this one? Okay, so this has like a one and a horse, one half horse motor with this reduction gearbox and the purchase order to it and everything. Like, I would build these things. I was good at Excel. And you'd think that would translate right over to or numbers, but it's not like the, there's just, they're missing a lot of things. You can build a simple database, but a lot of the quick commands, and I'm one of these, I'm a big uh, shortcut guy for keyboards. Like I always learn the shortcut commands rather than having to right click and drop down a menu. Um, and man, they just don't exist for, for Mac. So for anything like that, and even, you know, just Word documents, I still prefer a PC, but you know, and anybody says, oh, I'm, you know, I want to, I have a lot of people ask, well, I'm going to start YouTube. What should I use to edit video with? I said, well, on a PC or a Mac? I said, well, I'll never go with a Mac. I said, well, why not? I just hate, I'll never do that. I said, well, what if your channel got big? Well, you know, what if you start making a lot of money? I'll never do it. I said, okay, fine. That's, I said, you're crazy. Like, I've literally done both. Um, and when I, when I worked, I always had a brand new, every year my PC was upgraded because we did a lot of uh, CAD modeling software, right? We even had some SolidWorks 3D stuff. So you need need a, a decent computer to run it. And I would edit videos for a company and man, so much slower than, I, I remember when I got my first Mac, it was a bonus because what they were doing for the employees, if they'd give you for your Christmas bonus, if you wanted, the company would buy you something and that way you don't have to pay tax on it, right? You don't have to claim it as income. And it was, it was less tax you had to pay on or something but so they'd say hey do you guys is there any big purchases you want to make and do you want part of your bonus as that what's that i was planning on buying ten thousand dollars can you buy that for me yeah yeah no kidding (laughs) no but one year i said you know what i'm gonna buy a macbook and they said okay well just let us know which one you want so i spec'd out a nice nice macbook one the and uh so that was part of my christmas bonus one year it's like sweet 
And man, I started editing photos and videos on that. And it was day and night to the point where I had to do company videos. I would bring this in because even though it was my personal computer, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not wasting time on a, on a PC. I'm going to go to a Mac, but yeah, no, they're, they're totally different in there. They're weird. There's one of our sons has a PC because like uh, the school board buys it for him, and uh, man, it's totally different than what I remembered using. But still, not not good. I I always things are open, like things always kind of open, and you have to shut stuff off. And it seems like there's always I don't get it. Don't get it all. But on the technology subject, you know how you're talking about you may be traveling a little bit more in the future. Yeah. Ah, I was trying to figure it in my head. I can't, but Rode, the wonderful company Rode, uh, they've just released a new product, and it's a little. It's meant for like doing interviews, and it's a little recorder, and so you can plug in a lav mic or something, and then it on the other end you've got your choice of the different. Uh, you can have USB C or Lightning or USB. I don't know whatever. And so basically, it's a little thing so you can plug your a microphone into there. And obviously not like our big, these these microphones that we use, but like with a 3.5 millimeter jack. And then they've got software that you can record with. And I'm, I'm not sure, but I think some of the podcasting things are supported on mobile now. And so that might be a thing to do. Like literally you would have two, and this thing's tiny. I, I'm going to look it up for you. I'm going to figure it out. Is it AI micro? Yes, that's exactly what it is. So if you had something like that, as long as you had a decent internet connection, and then if we look at, oh, I meant to do this this week too, but kind of busy. Um, if we look at, I, I know some of these podcasting platforms, like we're using Squadcast right now, and it, it's fine. Not don't love it, don't hate it, but um, some of them have mobile support, and that would be that'd be a nice setup for you, hey. Because it's got the microphone or earplug, you can monitor it with earphones, and then literally you you could have a mobile podcasting setup that's like, you know, three cables and your phone. I know I was just I was just gonna let you know for if, if you're looking into a solution of some sort. But um, yeah, I mean you wouldn't have the soundboard and all that stuff. How dare you! How dare you? <laughs> it's uh this I how do you like your roadcaster? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Like you know, you you sent me that clip and then I was like, oh I gotta I hadn't opened up the roadcaster app on my computer. I'm like, how do I put this clip onto a pad? And literally you just drag it and put it in there and it's there. I'm like, this is it they make good stuff. I'm a huge fan of Rode. You know, they, they come up with something and they they get an idea and I think Man, they execute well on it, I think. Yeah. It's funny because um, you got these. We each have a Roadcaster Pro. <laughs> and it's really all we essentially use it for mostly is just like a, a, an interface to go to an analog microphone, right? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but, you know, it sounds good. Yeah, it sure does. And we got all the little pads. And, um, and it's only 80 bucks, so that's not bad at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I, not the Roadcaster Pro, but <laughs> okay, AI <I'm> like, Micro. 
Yeah, 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 micro. I'm like, I don't know where you got yours for 80 bucks, but mine wasn't that. <laughs> Off the back of a truck. <laughs> Is that what you told your wife you paid for? No. Yeah. It's like... Uh, You've seen that sticker. It's like uh, my greatest fear after I pass on is that my wife sells all my tools for what I told her I paid for them. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yep, yep. <sighs> yeah, every time I see that, uh, like the meme, uh, same thing, but guns. You know, yeah, yeah. My greatest fear is my wife sells all my guns for what I told her I paid for them. I can't laugh. You know, you know well, that's, <laughs> that's not right. funny, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right on. You been buying any guns recently? No. Yeah. There hasn't been. Yeah, because of, you know, the, the uh, faux-demic, I, there's, you know, not really anything good coming out. Mm. You know, like Six put out 11 different versions of the same gun, mm. you know, different materials, you know, with slide cut, without slide cut, you know, this thing, that, it's the same gun. Yep. So. And once you have all the guns, I guess there's no point in just buying more of the guns. I mean, no, there's some guns I want. <laughs> you know, the um, Fodemic hasn't made that e easier to get or cheaper. So. Yeah, yeah. So I just, you know, wait it out. Yep. Like insulation for the shop. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Although, I, uh. You know, I had uh, priced out that new uh, laptop I wanted, mm -hmm. and then I, you know, choked on sixty-eight hundred dollars for a laptop. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> <clears throat> well, this past week I got, you know, uh, a deposit in my bank account I wasn't expecting. Hot deals. And, you know, it would more than cover my laptop. So yeah. I'm trying to think. You know, because my wife was like, oh, you should go buy you a nice, uh, her dad and mom just bought Rolexes in their old age. Mm -hmm. And I've been looking at them. Not that I have, you know, going to actually buy one, but I've been looking at them because I've always liked Rolex. I just haven't ever wanted one. Mm. And she's like, oh, you should go buy one, you know, with that money because it's money you didn't think you had. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. I like them, but there are a lot of things I like that I'm not going to go buy. Yeah. How much is a Rolex? <clears throat> like, I know they're fancy watches, but I've never, ever <clears throat> heard of what, they, what they're what they worth or what they it, people pay. You can't just ask that question because it, they go from a couple of thousand to a hundred thousand hmm. or more, depending okay. on what they're made of. Um, and you can contact... Rolex through a dealer and have a custom Rolex made. Mm. Um, either a sports figure or a rapper just recently had one made of s solid platinum. Oh, wow. The band, the case, everything is platinum. That's crazy. And they wouldn't even give what that's worth, but if you weigh a regular gold Rolex, you can extrapolate how much that would weigh in. You know, you can figure it out. Mm -hmm. And where are they made? That's crazy money. I'm not sure. Hmm. And I know I'm, you know, should know, but I don't. Interesting. Um, probably Switzerland or something. Mm -hmm. But 
Actually, they have more than one manufacturing facility. Hmm. Do you have uh, a lot of watches? I had a couple. Yeah. And I kind of dwindled them down to one or two, and, it, and I don't wear them anymore. Hmm. Any watch at all? I have. Uh, my If I had to go to a wedding or a funeral or the court, <laughs> I'd wear my Skagen one. Huh. It's never, it, ha, it was made once, hasn't been made since, and I think it's one of the best looking watches ever made. Huh. It makes it. It's like a James Bond dress watch. It's understated. In fact, it matches uh, the black sliver I have perfectly. Well, there you go. How do you spell what was a Skagen one? Uh, there's Scandinavian watches, there's ultra thin. And uh, S K A G E N. Okay, yeah, that's a nice watch. And uh, the Skagen one is just awesome. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, you know, I think I think watches are a hobby that I I find fascinating, and I really like. I almost get into it. Like I used to follow a couple of watch hashtags on Instagram. And, and I love it. And I'm like, oh, I want to get into that. But for some reason, I don't know what it is. I feel that's something I will never let myself get interested in. Uh, because, you know, there's some, there's some things. Like I can buy a lot of knives, own a lot of knives. I don't feel bad about it. I can have redundancies of bicycles, and I don't feel bad about it, you know. But I'm like, if I buy a really nice watch. My dad gave me a really nice uh, watch, a nice citizen, like, I don't know. It's like an eight hundred dollar watch, so it's a good watch, and I like that thing. Same thing. I'll wear it maybe once or twice a year, but I'm like, I'm not gonna spend more money on on a watch. I don't know. It's so weird because I'm in. I am into them. I love them, and I you know follow people, and it's like wrist check, and it's like all this stuff, and and it's also a lot of the EDC community seems to put a lot of focus, obviously, on the watch because it's an important part of an EDC kit. But that's something I just don't ever see myself collecting even though i love looking at other people's collections and i would love to have a collection the money coming out of my pocket to buy another watch i'm like no thanks i'll just i'll put that towards a bicycle there's a guy on youtube that he makes his his business is one of his businesses i guess is he buys the collections uh, watch collections off of people that are on their way down Oh, you know, nice. rappers, actors, sports oh, figures, whatever. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, because you look at the Rolex Submariner, you buy one today, about 30, 35,000, depending wow. on what you have on it. You know, wow. it, two years from now, it's worth 15,000, 12,000, 8,000, whatever. But then 25 years from now, it's worth 30 again. That's crazy. So, you know, kind of like cars. Yeah. You know, um, now the, and there's a couple of Rolexes that they make only a couple of every couple of years. They never go down in value, not hmm. not for a day. Hmm. That's interesting. And there's a solid gold uh, Rolex Presidential uh, within the Rolex Presidential line mm-hmm. that goes up in value. Hmm. That's crazy. They may they may make a hundred of them yeah. every ten years. Yeah, 
because they're so, uh, the materials are so expensive and they're so labor intensive to make. Because uh, the face of it is hand carved out of solid gold. Wow. You know. Yeah. And. So, you know, they charge you say hundred thousand dollars to make the watch, fifty thousand, whatever it is. Because there's such a limited product on the market, and so many people want it, you buy one and you could double your money on it. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, but uh, the guy I used to watch on YouTube, he uh, what like I like I used to watch him all the time. I watched a couple of his videos. Um, he bought uh, some rapper uh, on his way down. Uh, because he, he was selling everything he owned for legal defense money. Mm-hmm. Uh, odd that, you know. I thought all rappers <clears throat> were law-abiding citizens. Yeah. But uh, they, uh, he had like retail, what he paid in retail, right? About $3.5 million in watches. Oh, wow. That's dumb. Yeah, take... Take a couple of commas off that thing, and he paid like thirty five thousand for it. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Crazy. And then he can turn around and sell them for you know, I don't know one point five. Hmm. It's just crazy to me. Why? Well, then why doesn't the rapper just sell them for one point five? Yeah. Because he doesn't have now. a list of clients. Hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. There's a there's a company out of their Canadian watch company called Momentum, and when I was kind of really getting into watches, I was gonna get one of theirs. Like, and they're priced well. Like apparently they're sapphire. That's a sapphire crystal, right? There's a watch face. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently it's actual. Like you can get them with real sapphire, so they don't scratch up. And and they're reasonably priced. They're all hand assembled in Vancouver. So I mean, obviously they get the, the what do they call the movement? Is that what you call the workings? Yeah, yeah. They obviously get them, but they actually assemble all the watches. They're not fully made in Canada, but and and they're not bad. Like for under like three hundred dollars Canadian, you can get some pretty nice looking watches. And I was I've been so close to pulling the trigger on some of those watches, but I just don't. I'm like, oh, I like this one, and I was thinking if I could get a nice analog watch. And have it like my daily watch, and I'm like, oh, I want this one. And no, my uh, my go-to used to always be the Casios, the F91. They call it the Taliban watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's still, I mean, I love that watch. It's oh, it's the greatest. The thing I like about it is it's such a thin profile. And when I started wearing that one, and I was actually just looking for the thinnest watch I could find was when I was working at Sanjel. Because, you know, we're working on basically the the work we did was labeled as heavy-duty mechanic. And, you know, you're running hydraulic hoses. You're reaching in and grabbing things tight spaces. Not as bad as an auto mechanic, but still some sometimes it's just the same thing, right? You know, and if you have a big bulky watch on, so many guys we're working with, it's like, okay, he's got to take his watch off, reach in there. And with that that Casio F91, man, you don't have to. It's so so slim. It just is a great watch. And like 20 bucks That's a why. piece. I bought my first uh, Skagen. It was so thin, the thinnest watch made. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the, well, that's the reason. Yeah. No, I, I can see that because I love a nice low profile. Now I wear an Apple watch. 
Because, um, you know, I'm just a hipster, millennial, uh, Apple fanboy leftist. That's what people that's what people assume when they see an Apple Watch. And, you know, I, I'm a tech guy. I love tech. always fascinates me. I'm not necessarily one to have to have the latest and greatest. Um, like when I buy cameras, usually I'm like, you know, one one current model or two current models removed. Same same thing with a lot of lot of stuff like that. But um, the Apple Watch never. I'm like, no, why would I get an Apple Watch? And then you know, my brother in law got one right when they came out, and you know, known lots of people to get Apple Watches. And I'm like, this seems silly. And then um, Steph got one, and she wanted to use it to like try getting into as a fitness tracker and stuff like that and she had it for like two days and I saw all that it does I'm like I'm buying one too <laughs> so I went out and got one. Oh, they're I I like them uh one thing actually surprising that I like is that you you know if I'm listening to a podcast you have all the controls at your wrist so when I'm driving usually I don't like have my phone I usually have it like in a pocket or hidden away somewhere I don't like my phone out because I don't want any notifications to distract me and so I'll be listening. To, I listen to the Meat Eater podcast, and like I don't know, every half an hour they've got two minutes of ads. It's exactly two minutes, and so I can just on my wrist just go boop boop boop, hit the fast forward button, thirty seconds advance, hit that four time, boom, and I skip all the ads. It's handy. And then the Apple Pay, like I can pay with my watch. I actually use that a lot, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. When I see how easy all this stuff is, I'm like, literally, those are, that's my banking information. And I just have to press the button on here twice. I mean, I've got it all locked. So as soon as it, as soon as the sensors come off of my skin, it locks my watch. So it's not like if my watch fell off, somebody could just take it and go, you know, they can't turn it on. They can't access it basically, but it's cool, man. I'm, uh, I'm actually a big, and, and I thought, you know, the thing I was worried about is like, I'm going to get it all scratched up. So I'll, maybe I'll just wear it for when I go exercise. And I thought, you know what? No, like. They're not, they're not cheap. I bought the extra protection plan, so if anything happens to it, like anything, like if I drive over it, I can bring it in. Because um, I'm hard on phones, or uh, yeah, phones, and I thought it'd probably be the same way with this. And so I wear this every day out my shop, grind knives with it, you know, process wood with it, all kinds of stuff. And I'm actually surprised how good it still looks. It's not too bad, but I like the Apple Watch, but it is a little thicker than the Casio, but still not too big. Cool thing they have walkie talkie. <laughs> it's stupid, but we use it. They've got a walkie talkie feature in here, and so like on the watch, and we used it at the ski hill all the time. So if I went to like if Steph was with you know Foster and they're on some easier runs, they could be like, "Where are you guys at, honey?" And it was just a walkie talkie, and it wouldn't. It was crazy. I'd like it's just a little more convenient than phoning her, <laughs> but it's kind of I don't know. It's weird. Little things that make you, woohoo, maybe it's just the novelty of it. <laughs> Felt like a spy. I've got a walkie-talkie on my watch. Yeah, it's like the old uh, Dick Tracy communicator. Yep, that's right. I'm surprised they don't have, I'm actually kind of shocked they don't have cameras on the Apple Watch yet. Or if they ever will, who knows. <sighs> yeah, I'm looking at... Um, kind of speaking of old technology so i've got this camera and it's called it's the fujifilm x100 and i remember i got like with well, the first shipments that came into calgary how was that 2013 I, I don't know exactly what year it came out but the one i had is the very very first model and you know every couple of years they'll release an update and an update and i like it it's it's a really neat it's kind of a vintage looking camera and it's got a fixed 
focal length, so you can interchange the lenses. Um, but really, uh, the images that come out of there are very, you can get just very classic looking photographs. Like just, I love that camera. And even when I bought it brand new, the one problem with it was that it was, the focus speed was slow. Like really, you couldn't, like our kids were younger then. And I'm like, oh, like toddlers, not a chance. Like unless they're sleeping, you're not going to get a decent picture because the focus, oh, it was brutal. But they've got a new one. The most recent one is the X100V, but I think that one came out last year. Um, and so I don't know, I'm kind of, maybe it's like six months out or something like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at getting another one of those because the problem I have with the one I have now is I turn it on and sometimes it doesn't boot up inside. Like it's got a little manual switch. You flick that switch and then the lens will open up. The The leafs, you'll feel, feel the mechanical uh, leaf shutter open but the computer doesn't do anything. And so it's hit and miss and it's, it, it'll, it'll have a good day where like, it'll just be tickety boo every time. And then I'll go for a bike ride and then try and turn it on. And for that day, I'll have to wait 30 seconds every time. And so it's, you're getting ready to take a picture and it's like, you're sitting there waiting and 30 seconds go by. It's okay. Now the screen turns on. So I don't know. Looking at, looking at cameras right now, kind of sort of casually. Oh yeah, so we uh, we didn't let the the folks know that we may do a couple shorter episodes here in the next couple weeks. Hey, we got. Um, well, I did, I just figured that would be a pleasant surprise. <laughs> That's right. Oh, they're they're <laughs> done talking. Sweet. Yeah. No, just with the uh, <clears throat> the Etsy rush that we're in now, it's uh, it's getting ridiculous. Oh, it's crazy. What? I don't know, man. What? What's that? You're going to give me a shorter episode for something that's free? How dare you? <laughs> we hit the exact same time. <laughs> so it had a little delay there. In that's stereo. Funny. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, she's not overly popular anymore, is she? I, I think when she oh, said she cured God. herself of... She said she cured herself of COVID with her diet. I'm like, oh, that's not the popular thing to say because that's not a narrative anybody wants out there. <laughs> it's like, oh, you, you should have just kept on the climate change. You know, we, we're not looking to you for answers for everything. <laughs> just the 2.3 degrees that the temperature is going to range in the ocean or whatever you made up. Most well, technically, especial. if she ate rat poison, she'd... Cure her body of any illness and make the world a better place. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it's funny. going green because then all that carbon goes back into the earth. Yeah. Totes. Um, I saw a buddy of mine put this picture up. You know, the classic Bugs Bunny, kind of the vintage type cartoons where he'd have signs that say stuff? Yeah. <laughs> so in this one, it's. It's like that, and then it's written. It said the carbon they're trying to eliminate is you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Here now, you, you got to have your third, third clot shot. It's your third jab, or else you're not. I think it was it. I forget what day it was that you have to do it, and it's like, wow, cool. You know what bothers me is that. So they have like in Calgary, they've got the Remembrance Day ceremonies, and that's a huge deal in in Canada. Like you guys have Memorial Day, right? Yeah. Um, but then you guys also have Veterans Day too. 
Yeah, Memorial Day is for veterans who who are dead, and yeah, uh, Veterans Day is for all of us. Yeah, so we don't have like a Veterans Day. We just have a one single day, and that's Remembrance Day. Um, and like it's a statutory holiday in Canada, <clears throat> and so a lot of stores are closed, banks are closed, and stuff, and you know the big memorials and stuff. And in Calgary, all the memorials were invite only. And there's veterans that refuse to get vaccinated and they're not allowed to come there. And and some of them were some guys, you know, that, you know, I mean, like, really, we're losing the last of our World War II veterans. And these guys are war heroes. You know, they 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 did things like they saw things that they can never unsee. They sacrificed so much, survived, right? Lost friends, lost brothers over there. And nope. No, no, you didn't get your vaccine. You can't come into the service to be honored anymore. Like, what the heck? Like, I mean, I, I, it feels so silly. Like, maybe we need to go back to the early days of this stupid pandemic and be like, okay, people, let's just remember here. If you get COVID, your chance of recovery is really high. It's 99.9%. You're going to be totally fine. So let's just get back to thinking about that and realize Whoa, let's let's not overreact, right? <laughs> like this is a knee-jerk reaction on a hundred thousand level. But it's not knee-jerk. It's a it's it's a it's a it's a something. Like it's a plan. It's they're doing this intentionally. People say, oh no, no, no. That's not true. It's like, yeah, you're right. H- Hitler was just trying to keep people in Germany safe. He's just trying to look after the Germans, and that's all he was trying to do. He didn't have anything against Jews. Of course not. The media says this is the right thing to do. Yeah, it's ding dang donkulous. It just, it pisses me off. I'm like seriously, these veterans can't go into a, a Remembrance Day ceremony. So there's this <clears throat> uh, Freedom Calgary Freedom group on uh, Telegram, which is like an app that's uncensored, unmonitored, and so they actually did uh, this whole group. It's a lot of people involved, and the funny thing is, like they do freedom marches every single Saturday, and full police escort. Like they'll up in a protest, a full-on protest against the vaccines, against the mask mandates, against, you know, shutting businesses down. And fifteen to 20,000 people show up on Saturdays, and it's never once been covered in mainstream media. Not one time. Not once. And it's like, and so they had this huge memorial ceremony outside. They say, we're going to do this outside. That way they can't ever get in trouble for it and stuff like that. But it's like, man, this is so stupid. So dumb. Oh, well, you know, the solution to all this stuff, <clears throat> there's only one, at least in Canada, it's mass non-compliance. That's the only way to end this nightmare. That's it. That's what they did in Italy. You know, they just went and said, we're opening up restaurants. We don't care. Like a year ago, they we're just going to open up all the restaurants, we're not going to social distance. We're not going to limit capacities. We're going to live life. Boom. Cops show up. What can you do? Nothing. They didn't, they can't do anything. Everybody's like, no, whatever my government tells me to do, I must do. No, you don't. Like, use your head. Think a little bit. This is your country. It's been a little weird anyway. Yeah. You know, oh, my God. For a while, you thought Italy died, right? Early yeah, on. That's what the, the pandemic, media told you us. thought that they were dead. There was yeah. no one in Italy. It was like a wasteland. <laughs> I know. And then, and then they opened. You never heard anything else about it. And then what? Last week they 
readjusted all their COVID numbers and like 8,000 people died or whatever it was. Hmm. Yeah. Instead of the hundreds of thousands. I know. But it's it's well, funny. <clears throat> Go ahead. Where are all those other people at? Yeah. Maybe there's a narrative. Maybe, maybe they're lying to you for some reason. No, you're a conspiracy theorist. Um, you know, it's funny because, like, I think my parents are coming over tonight. They're heading to the States tomorrow. We'll be down in Phoenix for, like, a month. And um, it's funny because my dad, he doesn't buy any of this crap, but he goes along with it because my mom believes this stuff, right? And my mom's problems, and I've always, I've said this forever. She watches the news too much. Like, always, always watching the news. Uh, you know, when she gets up in the morning, the news is on. Uh, she knows everything, every current event. And, and I'm like, oh, man, turn that stupid thing off. Anyways, so we were over there at their house, I don't know, maybe two, week, two weeks ago or something. My sister was there. And my sister and I don't get along very well. And I think my sister likes to, she likes to argue with me. That's all she likes to do. But um, anyways, I don't talk about this stuff with them. I'm like, let's let's not talk about COVID unless you want to have an intelligent debate. But she just ends up going, oh, you're crazy, Jeremy. You're just crazy. I'm like, yep, mm, I am. Mm, yeah. And so anyways, they'll bring it up. I'm like, ah, no COVID talk things. I said, you've got your opinions. I've got mine. I'm not, I'm not going to. But she goes, Pick. and then my mom kept going and. And she goes, here's my problem. I just want to make sure that if I have a problem, you know, we're getting old. What if I had a heart attack? I want to make sure there's room in the hospital. I said, well, there is. He said, no, they're at capacity. And I said, did you go there and look to see that they are indeed at capacity? He goes, oh, you're just being crazy now. I said, here's my problem. This is, this is the thing. I said, if I came to you and I had a business deal for you and I needed to borrow money from you and maybe 10 times in a row, I completely lied and I lost all the money. Are you going to keep giving me any money? Okay, so so you could no. Now, has the media told the truth consistently throughout this entire pandemic? Well, no. I said they, you know, I said Dr. Henshaw, the Alberta chief medical whatever, she said our first person under 18 died of COVID. The guy she said that. That's why we need to get vaccinated. And then some of the doctors came and said, "No, no, no." Like he had a brain tumor. He had a cancerous brain tumor and he's given you know, he, oh, and so she said, no, he actually didn't. It turns out he didn't have COVID. He died of a brain tumor and didn't even have COVID. And I said, this is my problem. You know, oh, look at all these hospitals. Oh, no, actually, sorry. <laughs> uh, my bad. That's actually footage from uh, some other country. That's not in the United States of America. We just wanted you to think it was. You know, you go to the New York hospitals and they've got uh, cooler, <laughs> cooler trucks as makeshift morgues because there's so many dead bodies. Oh no, those those actually aren't aren't there. They don't they don't exist. They literally like you, there's some of these YouTube channels that will see something on the news and they'll go to that hospital the next thing, but like there's no lineups outside here. Like I don't know why. And then next thing you know, the channel's taken down. Uh, you know you can't talk about any adverse effects of COVID nineteen on YouTube. They will shut your channel off, and they they gave you a big warning letter, and they said anything about it. But here's the thing: truth doesn't mind being questioned right? Lies can't stand it. They will shut you up. That's what cancel culture is. Oh, you can't challenge a thought on this. If, if it's truth and it's honest, what do you have to hide? Right? Like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Question it. Let's have a public debate about it. you think if it was entirely hundred percent safe. Okay. 
Uh, you you call it a clot shot, right? That's that's like the the name that a lot of anti-vaxxers give it, clot shot. Okay, here's the science behind it. Uh, you know, let's have that. They don't have that conversation. You're just not allowed to say it in public. Oh, clot shot. Oh, shut that guy's channel off. He's done. And it's just so weird. And I said, you know, I guarantee through this pandemic, the news that I have seen, uh, I've been it's been a lie, at least ten times. I said, so at what point do you say, listen, and same with the government. The government has lied to us about this at least 10 times. So at what point do you say, you know what? I'm sorry, you've lost my trust. I said, that's the old, that's all it is. I said, I don't know what's going on. I don't have the answers, right? But I do know who I do not trust. And that's the people that constantly lie to me. I don't lie to myself. I just go, hey, listen, you know, I, if people aren't feeling well, I encourage them to stay home. That's a great idea. That was a great idea long before this old sniffles ever started. You know, I hate it. You, you go to a parents meeting and some kids sitting there sneezing and coughing in the corner. It's like your kid's sick. Keep them at home. Next thing you know, I've got a cold, you know. It's just like, I don't know. You just keep drinking this Kool-Aid. Oh, lied to you again. Oh, yeah, I know. I can't believe that. Well, why do you keep just saying yes? Uh-huh, 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 okay. Uh-huh. Come on. Freaking retards. Like just dumber than a bag of rocks. Anyways. We're, we're fighting it. We're slowly fighting. We're start, starting to see people not wearing masks around here. And then when you do that, it's like a big deal. And I'm seeing a lot of, um, I want to say, surprisingly, uh, women in like 50 to 70 range, like probably, you know, look like they could have grandchildren, look like they could still be working. And they're just not wearing masks. And people say, do you have masks? You should, they'll just be like, don't even talk to me about this. And they'll roll their eyes and just, and you can tell they're at a level of like, I'm done. You know, it's kind of like, forget it. Screw this. You know, the important quote that I always think of is that, I don't know who said it, who, who it could attribute it to, but, you know, anyone who's willing to sacrifice safety, no, is willing to sacrifice freedom for the sake of safety they deserve neither of those, and they will lose both. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what the foundations of America. You would think. Foundationally, would think. yeah, it's not that way anymore because it's been people are soft now. Got soft people that want safety and be like, "I'll give up freedoms to be safe." Screw that shit. Yeah. I've well, always. I I know somebody was said. Well, you know, you can you can say the government has a vested interest in keeping this thing going and lying to you, but YouTube, Google, Instagram, what on earth would be their uh, incentive for lying to you and deleting these uh, channels that speak out against it? They, it's just it's crazy. It's oh, I don't know. Their viewership went up like a hundred percent during yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. So whether they believe in it or not, they have a vested interest, literally, in keeping yeah. it going. Yeah. And it's all money. Like this whole thing is money. I don't care what anybody says. Like, you just always have to go back. Like, okay, let's go back. This is a SARS cold, and it's not a deadly one. Like, like some people will die, but those people would have died, anyways. World death rate is still maintaining 100%. Everyone on earth is going to die. So let's just remember that, okay? Now we've got a group of people that have health problems that even if they never get COVID, 
those could be a threat to their life, legitimate threat to their life. Okay, they might die from that. Those people are the ones that are dying with COVID more than anybody else. The former uh, vice president, former CEO of Pfizer, children who get the COVID vaccine are 50 times more likely to die from the vaccine than they would from COVID-19 if they got COVID-19. Like, (laughs) it's so stupid. It's so stupid. You know, I don't know how they've created this mass hysteria. It's fear-mongering. They just show us all these lies about all this stuff and fake numbers and trying to make this big deal. And it's like, ah, like you say, the, the, what do you call it? Fodemic? Yeah. Plandemic? Yeah. Like, it's, this is garbage. This is the biggest bunch of hoo-ha. And people are just like, Kool-Aid, let me drink it. I'm a sheeple. I never think for myself. I do what my TV tells me to do. It's all money. It's all dollar bills. Some people, like the, the real uh, conspiracy theorists, think that it's actually Bill Gates trying to depopulate the world. You never know. He is the one that said we need to control world population. He's not and, the first. And no. he's not the most recent. So Yeah. And he's yeah. And he's right. From a certain oh, I agree. Point of view, no, I agree. Like I, we're reaching a point where food production, you know, we won't be able and we're already like there's already people dying like that tens of thousands of people every single day die of starvation. Um and who knows, like, maybe that number's going to get bigger. Maybe it's going to spread to different parts of the world. You know, it's, it's potential that even places that have the money for food won't be able to get food because the earth can't produce it. But. Yeah, I, I would, I have something to say about that, but I won't because it would be considered so awful we would be deleted immediately. Yeah. You know, because if you're completely normal, Otherwise, you know, like you don't have learning disabilities, you're not uh, mentally retarded, you know, you're not down, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have autism, I mean, real autism, not this fake autism where they keep adding stuff to the autism spectrum just to oh, excuse people. But, uh, you know, so if you're normal in every other way, but you have an IQ below 70 well, you know, bye. <laughs> I knew that. If was you've coming. been on welfare for no other reason than you're lazy for more than six months, bye. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know what I, I thought about too. Like, okay, so if it's true, and it is true, like, like if you have more meth in your mouth than teeth, bye. <laughs> yeah, Todd's list of criteria. Um. And I thought at the beginning of this pandemic, I'm like, okay, well, you know, if you guys are all scared about world population, why don't you just let the pandemic wipe a bunch of people out? There you're gonna you go. get you, you're gonna get rid of the unhealthy weak ones, right? <laughs> I mean, it's if you look at from a purely natural yeah, that's perspective, nature's way. Thin the yeah, that's Whack. it. Exactly, it's a it's a cull. You know, why, why can't why are we protecting the big fat? You know, people that are sitting around their house and they're old and they're whatever. I mean, come on. You know, if the young, healthy Big, ones. fat, and old. Why are you dragging me into this? <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like these people, the comorbidity, so many of them, you know, you'll see these people 
and they're wheeling themselves around. Like, okay, so a guy, I don't know, two days to Wednesday. Yeah. In Costco. And the guy was probably six foot six, six foot seven, taller than I was. But I'm not joking. He had to have been at least 600 pounds, at least. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't say for sure, but. You know, you've seen the people where you look at them, it's like some some big woman, like 400-pounder at Walmart, and you can just tell by the oiliness in her hair that she doesn't look after herself, and, you know, she's got oxygen there, and it's pure, pure laziness, right? It's just, and, and, and there are people that do that, that that happens. Um, and it's like, man, why why are we worrying about keep saving these people? Here's the thing. People that uh, like healthy bodies aren't at risk of dying of COVID-19. So if we're going to have population control problems and generally the people that have all these problems, they're not contributing to society. You know what I mean? They're on, they're the ones on welfare. They're the ones that are like eating at McDonald's every day. And it's like, come on, if, if, if we've got a population problem, let's, let's just let this thing play out. Stronger of the species survive. So. <laughs> and I still don't know how. You know, people on unemployment or welfare eat out every day. I can't. Yeah. You know, I can't afford that shit. I yeah. mean, in good conscience, I you know. Yeah. I could probably afford it, but. Do you know that you know, I'm convinced? right now, you know, Danette and I went someplace and had, I mean, they're, they're, they're above McDonald's and all that mess in the hamburger hierarchy, but it's not like going to Wolfgang Puck and getting a, hot, a hamburger, right? Yeah. Um. And, but, you know, a hamburger for each of us, a small fry, and just one drink um, was almost 20 bucks. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So we go it's to Dairy Queen. Yeah. You guys have Dairy Queen there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So for us to go to Dairy Queen, so it's six of us, but it's not like we order crazy stuff. Like the kids get kids' meals except for my older boys because they're, they're bigger. They eat like men now. Um, but it's like 90, 97 bucks when we went last. And that's like, I don't get a drink. Steph doesn't get a drink. We get a drink, uh, two drinks for the kids to share. Like $97. Like, oh, that's expensive. But you know, one thing I've noticed is that you go to the grocery store. If you want to eat healthily at home, it is way more expensive than eating crap food at home. You know, like oh, fruits absolutely. and absolutely. vegetables. Oh, and, and so it's too bad. You know, these people that want to be healthy, but they're on a tight, tight income. Man, I feel and for them. it's incredibly inconvenient because you have to go all the time. Because yeah, fresh exactly. um, fruit and produce, you know, they it dies quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's tough. Like, I, I, I think if you want to eat healthy and, you know, that clean eating is a, a popular term. I want to eat clean. We're not fully there yet. <clears throat> I mean, we eat very, very well, but um, there's a lot of times like, no, like on Sundays, it's like Sunday afternoons, I just want chicken wings, thanks. <laughs> it's not clean eating, but man, it's expensive, you know, but. Yeah, I, um, I'm getting back into eating blueberries again. I like them, but. Yeah. I like the small, the smaller the blueberry, the more sweet it is. Yeah. Or. You have to wait till the large ones get all mushy. But mm. Anyway. Yeah. 
And good food is actually really delicious. You know, like good quality fruits and vegetables. It's like, man, they're, oh, I, I was, you always I get this thing. And even now I, I always think, oh, yuck, vegetables. And then you have it. It's like, oh, man, this is really good, you know. But the good stuff so five expensive. really big blueberry bushes. But if we go near it, the raccoon threatens to cut you. Oh, to shoot him. <laughs> we are higher I up on the food chain. shot her twice, and she's still around. So. <laughs> oh, really? She, she deserved No, I don't know. It's the same one. Huh. And then when she got up in the grapevine, I couldn't shoot her. I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. She had two babies with her. I was like, oh, oh man, you win. Softy. You win. You're a softy, Todd. <laughs> That's good. Well, they're cute. It's like the, the I shot two skunks, you know, that I don't want – one to get sprayed and two Benny to get sprayed because I tell all these animals there's a rule: you stay on your side, I stay on my side. Yeah, you can be out and about in the yard, just not in the fence, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now the uh, skunks have been inside the fence, and uh, uh, one of them wasn't acting right, so he had to go anyway. Uh, <laughs> but this new yeah. one is a large old skunk. And he has way more white on him now than black. Mm. Most, the prettiest skunk I've ever seen in my life. Mm. You know, like stand up and wave at you. Pepe Le Pew. I'm pretty sure it was just with one finger, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. huh. That's crazy. You killed my wife, you mother. <laughs> right on. Well, we could probably wrap it up about there, hey? Yeah, you know, wrap up the stinker on a skunk joke. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I got to get back out to the old... Oh, there it is. I got, I got to get out the old factory and start making widgets. Yeah. Oh, right on. What the smell of pine tar and black paint. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst part about it is like... So I got this little hook in my garage where I hang, you know, coveralls and my wind, like my work jackets and coats. And when we're busy, I, you know, I stain every night and I got these big fans that blow on them all night. And man, if I go to put one of those on, ugh, it just smells like wood stain. Like just, it's disgusting, man. It's so gross. I have to wash everything. All my coveralls have to be washed after the rush. Cause it's like, I can't even stand to put those on, even if I'm doing staining. But. Yeah. When I was, uh, when I'm, make anything out of cherry there's a particular stain i put on it mm-hmm. and th- when it dries particularly if you got like get it on my jacket or something when it dries it smells like a sweet uh bourbon or whiskey it smells mm. great but bad. not when you're putting it on once yeah, it's yeah. dry hmm. that's interesting right on well thanks a lot todd all right that's good. And uh apologize, we've got to have a couple short ones here for the next few weeks, but Yeah, an hour podcast short. That's yeah. sad. Well, we both got verbal diarrhea, so I mean, come on. Well then <laughs> I actually enjoy the longer podcasts. Yeah, I do too, actually. That's one reason I like Meat Eater. I I can start one when I leave my house and drive to the city and do like an hour and a half of running around and I still got a little bit of podcast to go. Don't have to be flipping and flopping all the time, but All right. Yeah, thanks for listening, folks. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. We'll catch you on the next one. See y'all later.